0: we're here listen i'm your brother germ griffin and we are back with another live you know i usually don't do the lives you know what i mean but right now where the controversy is on break we're in the planning stages of season three and right now we got a really 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 good live for y'all we're gonna be talking about adverse vaccine reactions as you can see I'm the third-tier person speaking. We got two really good guests, and everyone need to listen to every single word these brothers got to say. We got the Cherry Brothers. We got this dude Andre here, and we got the brother Christian here. How are y'all doing today? Doing
1: fantastic, uh, Jeremy. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I feel great. Listen, we got so much to talk about in such a little bit of time. I, I just want to tell... um. Our guest um I'm the brother, germ Griffin. Of course, I'm here with the controversy, and I'm always here to shine a light on a issue. We've been living through a pandemic for about two, three years now, and um, I think it's time that we talk about this vaccine and talk about what exactly is going on. We got two brothers here who really, um, I, I just want to say that, The vaccine has touched them in a personal way, and they're about to tell their story, especially Andre here. He has a um, special type of relationship with this vaccine, and I just want to just say this isn't like the most entertaining live I've done. This isn't going to be a funny live, probably. This is going to be something that everyone needs to listen to, especially when we talk about the information and what's coming out to the people – um, you can follow me at Germ.Griffin on Instagram and of course at GermTwix. Before we get started, would you guys like to just introduce yourselves um, just so people know who you guys are?
1: Of course, uh, I'm Andre Cherry. I'm 22 years old. Uh, actually, was I went to the same high school as Germ here. Uh, I think I was a freshman who was a senior. Yeah, you know, his, his little brother Jared was in my uh, was in my class for about two years, you know. So we kind of know each other from there. Going a little bit back, uh, vaccine hit me hard. Hit me personally. I've been experiencing various uh, neurologic symptoms, involuntary movements, spasms, flaccidity, rigidity, uh, spasms. Like I said, uh, for the past seven months now. So, it, and it's been really difficult for me to get some get help with that. So, you know, I came on here to kind of help share my story and to bring awareness to this. This is a deep issue, folks.
0: Wow. Wow. Christian. Hey,
2: everyone. My name is Christian Cherry. I'm Andre's brother. All three of us went to the same high school and um, 20 years old. And uh, Andre being my brother, uh, he's always been there for me throughout the hardest portions of my life. And uh, it has been very difficult to see him go through this. And the difficulty he's had in getting the treatment that he needs and all of us coming to an understanding of how we can best help him and those in situations like him that's basically uh, my introduction wow
0: wow wow listen two christian brothers listen definitely give them a follow where can they follow y'all at i'm dre.cherry112 on insta
2: and uh i am
0: ctc.me on instagram uh all lowercase Awesome, awesome Let's get right into it Because I want to get this thing popping uh, When exactly did you take the vaccine And I keep talking about this adverse reaction What are we really talking about here Why, why would you guys be like Some of the people to talk to When we talk about adverse reactions When, when did you take the vaccine What exactly even happened Alright,
1: so I got vaccinated I took the second dose of my Moderna vaccine On June 23rd of this past year Two hours afterward, my left arm, where I was jabbed, got started uh, experiencing tremors. I didn't think anything of it. I went to sleep, took a nap, tried to sleep it off, and it went away. Over, like, the next day, it came back, and it lasted for, what's it, 12-ish hours, ended up going to the emergency room. The doctors there thought that it was, I was dehydrated. They tested my blood to see if I had rhabdomyolysis, came back negative, negative. Uh, they gave me some IV fluids and discharged me after the tremors stopped again after, like, 12 hours of activity. Uh, in July, I started experiencing tremors not just in both of my arms, but then in both of my legs while I was sitting down. Uh, and it ended up progressing over the next uh, weeks and months into not just tremoring, but uh, the, like, rigidity. Like, I, my arm could be stuck straight like this. What? Or bent like this. Same with my legs.
2: For multiple hours.
1: For for hours on end. Uh, the most recent video on my Instagram, actually, uh, I've had I have footage of myself at dealing with an episode that had lasted about s- between four and six hours. Stuck on the couch, I can't get up, my torso is actually flaccid, so like I can't even hold myself up. It's like I'm a baby all over again. What? Yeah, like you know how like you're born and you don't have this you don't have (laughs) the strength to hold your head up. Right. You know, (laughs) it's like my neck experiences that my torso experiences that. Yesterday morning actually was one of the was one of my really more tough episodes. I woke up, my eyes were shut tight. I couldn't see. I was aware that I was awake, but I couldn't open up my eyes. My arms and my legs were flaccid, so I, they're limp. I can't move them. My own mother actually had to wash me in my bed because I couldn't get up to cleanse myself or feed myself. It was really rough. but uh, Very disturbing. Yeah. Christian,
2: you took your vaccine the same day? Yeah, I took my vaccine the same day from the same place maybe 10 minutes after he did. Jeez. I had absolutely no symptoms. Uh, We both got our first vaccine from the same place, roughly the same time. And afterward, we went to a uh, we went to a friend's function because she was a missionary and she was going to be leaving to go to another country to serve. And uh, it was her birthday celebration, also her going away celebration. So we all just got together and had a good time. No one was really expecting anything bad to happen. So when we returned, it was time to get the second one. We both did. And he got hurt. I didn't.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and, and do y'all feel comfortable saying what what company of vaccine you guys took? Oh, it was the uh, Moderna vaccine. Say Moderna. Moderna. Okay. Very disturbing. Um, very disturbing stuff. Tremors. Eyes getting closed. I mean, there was time, uh, they brought a wheelchair in here, so there's times my mans can't even walk. Yeah, is that, is that, is true. would you like to talk about that a little bit? Now, what, what what is it? Like, you know, it's gonna happen, and you're like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to walk that day, or is it like you're walking and then you fall? What, what happens there? So, I'm, uh, it used to be I'm walking and like my, say, I can like
1: hobble around if like at mm-hmm. least one of my legs is working. If if at least if it's stuck straight. If my right. legs are stuck bent, you know I'm not really going anywhere because right. unless I'm gonna be scuffing my knees on the floor or whatever. But right. <laughs> I'm not a duck, folks. You're <laughs> <So. laughs> good thing. <laughs> but uh, chill, chill. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, it's not. I don't. They, my, my symptoms, they affect me at random points. There's not really any telling about when it could happen or any feeling beforehand. I've been starting to, I've been starting to experience falls recently because my yes. symptoms have developed. Like the flaccidity that I mentioned is the most recent development. So I could be walking or standing and suddenly my legs give out and boom, I'm on the ground. You know, wow. So, uh, we, I, ha- I don't really leave the house unless it's absolutely necessary. And when, I, and when we do, we have the wheelchair uh, in the trunk of the car. Uh, just in case uh, and like with my symptoms, like if my legs are locked bent, it's practically impossible to get me out of a chair, out of the car and into the wheelchair. my my mother and my brother Krishna, have been definitely helpful with that. Right. But just trans I don't travel on my own anymore. Uh, and like just go- being out and about is a is it's a lot more involved of a process than it used to be. You know, before all this, I could just, oh, I want to go into Center City, see a movie. Grab some, grab some
0: food. Boom, take the twenty three, and I'm there. You know now, not so much. Oh man, he repping the twenty three, y'all. <laughs> um, all right. So, talk to me. How was your health before you took this vaccine? Pretty good. Uh, I could have, I could have stayed I could have stood
1: to lose a few pounds. Okay. Know, who ha- who doesn't? Like, let's be honest. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you know, but like, I, I have like, I have asthma, but it's Pretty well managed and seasonal allergies, so not th- not anything very remarkable. But uh, yeah, uh, I I would walk fast. You know, I could right. I'd like to run. I could I could sprint at fifteen miles an hour, which no you know, for someone that yeah, someone of my size, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm done. You yeah. know, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty good wow. health. Not not anything. No like remarkable issues really. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah, we're running for the bus. He's winning. Uh, really? <laughs> oh. man.
0: <laughs> y'all running for the twenty three now, oh man. Um, talk to me about what the vaccine adverse events reporting system is. I know y'all both have a lot of history—not a lot of history, but more a lot of information on it. Information about how to put a uh, put a report into the system. What is the vaccine adverse events reporting system, also known as VAERS?
2: it's largely self-explanatory you sup, well ideally the doctor you're supposed to go to your doctor uh if you uh have any kind of symptoms that are out of the normal after you have a vaccine and they're supposed to report this and those reports then get uh studied and managed to tr- try and find solutions and to determine uh the validity
0: of um, of the claim you yeah, have the claim
2: so awesome
0: yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I know there's been deaths on the VAR system. Talk to me about reporting a death on the VAR system. I've always questioned that because I'm like, okay, so what if someone dies? I was, obviously, if they're dead, they can't report. Do someone else report? Do their, the doctor report? Pretty that pretty
2: sure a doctor or the coroner would have to report something okay. like that. Perhaps okay. the family, if the doctor has not reported it, but um, more likely than not, the... The standard procedure is that the doctor is supposed to report those things to theirs and perhaps to the vaccine company itself.
0: Wow. Wow. Listen, y'all, we're here live at Germ.Griffin. I got two really good guests. We're talking about adverse vaccine events. I, I, I'm I'm just pleasured to even have a sit-down talk with these two brothers. Um, the vaccine has really touched them personally, and we're going to dig deep into the numbers. We're going to dig deep into what we can do about this. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about December. Now, I read a report. Now, I read a report that said that we hit over 1 million adverse events of the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, whether or not that's international or whether or not all of those were reported on VARES. um, I think, I think they were reported somewhere. Um, but 1 million, I believe it was like December 24th. They're saying that that that's how many reported adverse effect events happened. Um, Talk to me about why the news is not reporting this first off. And second off, is there more adverse events happening than what are reported? What's being reported?
2: So, um, I'll try my best to take this question. Um, to my understanding, I can't tell anyone exactly why the news is not reporting, uh, these things. But what I do see is that there is a lot of conjecture. There's a lot of tension going on when it comes to the validity of vaccines or, um, how people are perceiving them. So I can't take someone's place to represent their company or to represent their personal stance. But, um, what I do know is that the numbers being shown are concerning wow. on the bears website. Uh, in front of me, I have the various information from a uh, up t- regarding COVID from a uh, t- December 2020 to the present, and uh, this was updated to uh, 9, 10 2021, and that means with uh, between December 2020 and November of 2021 September. September. Yep. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Horrible with dates. Um, the amount of adverse reactions reached 700,001, 561, um, whereas all other vaccines from 1990 to the present, uh, the total amount of adverse reactions was 820,671. So within a one-year period, the amount of adverse reactions documented on the VAERS website was extremely disproportionate. only a hundred thousand only roughly a hundred thousand less than the last almost 30 years combined wow which is very very concerning and uh
0: it it, it's very disturbing so what you're saying is that within the last year of us having that covid vaccine and and let me get this right the covid vaccine came out in what uh january of 2021 when Um, when did the vaccine come out
2: I don't have that information. Okay. Me. Yeah, I can I think it came
0: that. out early 2021. Uh, if yeah. I'm, if I'm being serious. So it came out early 2021. Within that year, so now it's January, or or they're saying it's September, but now we can say even a year, January 2022. There's been more events reported of adverse effects to vaccines within that year than. In the past 30 years previous combined or just in the last 30 years combined, right? Yeah, Yeah. combined. And that's worldwide. And that's worldwide. Yes. Okay. Even
2: when it comes to U.S.-only data, um, this is, again, from uh, December 2020 to September 2021. Right. It's uh, within that time period. It's 559,462. Right. Right. Whereas the US data from the same time period from 1990 to the present is 719,973. So that's only a difference of roughly 200,000 right. in one year.
0: Wow. And wow. Surprising. Um,. I, I don't I I it, it's crazy to me. Oh, woo. <laughs> this chair really got me about to die. That's a whole <laughs> another adverse effect. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. I don't know why they give us the rickety oh, chairs man. over here, wreck. But I love them too. Talk me a little bit about vaccine deaths. Now, when someone gets COVID. And then, you know, let's say they go to the hospital because of their cancer and then die. They call it a COVID death. Yeah. Why don't they do the same for vaccine deaths? As in any time after immunization, why don't we call it a vaccine death? That's something to really think about because you got to synthesized SARS spike protein up in your body. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I think it's a little obnoxious to do that. Um, But it is something to really think about. You know, all these so-called, quote-unquote, COVID deaths, I'm a little bit like, were they all because of that virus, SARS-CoV-2?
1: I I know, really, uh, the... The Department of Health in Italy actually came out with a report a while back. Yeah. A couple months ago, speaking about how they were originally collecting the numbers of COVID deaths based on, you know, if you had COVID and you died, they call it a COVID death. Right. Upon uh, revisiting those lists, they came to realize that the people who had died with COVID in their system actually had four or five, like between four and five, like, comorbidities with COVID. So the number of actual covid deaths like covid that covid-19 killed you not you had covid-19 and cancer or covid-19 and high blood pressure or covid-19 and heart problems if covid-19 killed you the number went down drastically i think it was in like in the 36,000 range versus like the 100,000
0: range which what they had projected beforehand yeah i think they said something about over 90% of those quote-unquote covid deaths the people had at least four comorbidities. So a comorbidity is a disease you could die from, such as, let's say, I don't know, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, and pick another one, uh, kidney disease. Mm. Four comorbidities. That's what they're called, comorbidity, morbidity. Um, And uh, I thought it was just something interesting because it's saying that people are dying, with diseases, multiple diseases, and they just so happen to have a virus that literally kills less than, what, 2% of the people who get this virus if they were healthy, if they were healthy, um, you know what I mean? So I, I think that's something to really think about. So it goes back to my question What's up with this vaccine? Can we not say that about the vaccine? I mean, some people are dying. You got the numbers, right?
2: Yeah. Um, when it comes to the, uh, the uh, deaths, um, up to the date that I have in front of me, which again is September 10th of 2021, uh, between uh, December 2020 and September of 2021, there were 14,925 listed deaths on the vares website compared to the 1990 to present 9,001 deaths so that is um, a massive difference between the two uh that's nearly 15,000 in about a year wow versus 9,001 over 20 or 30 years wow wow and uh well wow the, the main thing here is uh at least when it comes to Andre and my current situation yeah. particularly Andre's situation yeah. is um we understand that vaccine reactions happen right um, um medicines all the time if you ever stayed up past midnight when you're a kid to watch a new episode of Dragon Ball Z or Naruto you hear the um <laughs> you, you you listen to the uh, medical commercials like they prescribe like a medicine and then there's a the 15 second moving at Mach 12 speaking about all the different possible things that can go wrong.
1: If you... exactly, please consult your doctor to see if Cerave
0: works for you. Right, exactly. Right, you know, so nobody's right. upset
2: that there are adverse reactions.
0: Absolutely,
2: those things just happen as a part of medical process uh, as a matter of as a part of medical progress and a part of the medical process, okay, we're just concerned about the fact that the information that is being documented and how people in Andre's position are being treated Mm -hmm. does not seem commensurate to the situation at hand. There should be more studies about the, uh, Cases of adverse reactions. And people should be allowed to know about the adverse reactions that occur. Mm. And dismissing them or not being as forthcoming as one could be right. about these uh, occurrences makes it difficult to avoid the reality that is most commonly cited as the reason why these things aren't being spoken about. Mm. The main the main thing at hand is that people, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. uh, some good, some bad reasons are concerned about vaccine hesitancy. Mm. Um, We have we all know that this pandemic has very much changed our lives, you know, from how we meet people in public, the kind of clothes that we wear, like my brother and I are wearing masks here. Many businesses have been closed down. People have lost family members and people have the right to feel concerned about how this pandemic or how this disease and how this illness can affect people. But while that is all, while that is the case, I don't think, and I believe that I I speak in the same manner as Andre would, that that makes it okay to dismiss the reality of people who are living with symptoms, or at least not investigating them.
0: Hold up, though. I I gotta bring up some controversy, Doug. No, you just brought up that commercial, though. Commercial? You brought up the commercial, right? About all of those side effects at the end of the drug. Oh yeah, I see you. these aren't side effects; these are adverse events. Right. If y'all could, in a quick one paragraph form, what is the difference between what Andre going through, what we're talking about here, and a side effect that's been proven by science? "Quote unquote." What? What is? What? What makes this different? Okay, I got it. I think a side
2: effect is kind of like a potential trade, you know? um, Let's just say, I don't know exactly how all these medicines work. I'm not a doctor, Okay. but let's just say, you know, you're taking a medicine that is supposed to very much help you in one area of your life. But there is a no, because of how that medicine, how those medications and those chemicals impact your body, there is a potential danger that you can face, right? Uh, You, as the consumer, have the right to decide whether or not that danger or those side effects are worth the benefits of what you get out of that medication. Absolutely. Whereas an adverse event is something in the medication is not doing what it should do and is causing dysfunction in areas that are not uh, intended Mm. or aren't working on the same systems as the medicine was uh, described to do or prescribed to do.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Andre, you want to add anything to that?
1: i just say that, you know, in terms of adverse effects versus side effects, I think the really big difference is informed consent. You know, like... Okay. They list all the things that you, you know, like, say, with the Cerebine commercial. Right. You know uh you let like go in, like 15 miles an hour talking about the different side effects Yeah, because they've studied that they're giving you that knowledge like so as Christians so you can decide for yourself whether that risk is worth taking the medication and of course in those commercials they advise you to see your doctor right. to see if it works for you because yeah. you know all of our bodies are different yes we no nobody's go two people might not might take the same medicine and it might have Different effects on either like you and not your brother right because exactly. we're not the same person right you know, but in terms of like the adverse effects, it would be something that's outside of the purview of those side effects and i i th- I believe in this case something that wasn't uh particularly reviewed
0: or studied before it was uh released absolutely the public. yes. Talk to me a little bit, but uh, I want to get deeper into your situation, okay? Okay, And we're going to get deep because I want to get real personal with this. All right. Some people may be watching, mm. and some, may, some people may be like, okay, this guy need to go see a doctor. That's what it comes down to. I know you after, I mean, we've already had conversations. Me, you, you know, y- y- y'all two, we've talked about what y'all have done. Mm. If you guys could just tell the people, what tests i know there was a uh spinal tap involved mm-hmm. what type of tests have you already had done and what have doctors said about this okay so it's and it's this
1: i i've been through a lot of tests uh been to a lot what three different neurologists christian yes. neurologists yeah, yeah three or four yeah like wow. either a fourth or a fifth one this coming march and a hematologist but uh I've had two CT scans. Okay. I've had an MRI. I've had a spinal tap. They uh, punctured my they, my spinal cord, extracted some fluid, and tested it. I've had a neuropsychological exam. Uh,
2: what else? To ensure against anxiety or other causal factors. Right.
1: So, like, kind of the the over the overarching thing is like in terms of how like my brain and my you know nervous system is working. At least what they tested for and this is very important what they tested for it came back pretty much normal okay. but they only gave me like the you know the routine ct scan routine mri they weren't like you know let, let's say if there if there was a test to find out like how many spike proteins were in my body and they like were able to give me like a ct scan or mri to, to to do that they didn't give me that they just gave me the run of the mill mri run of the mill ct
2: and this is a part of the problem it comes to people who are in Andre's position who have had adverse reactions it's very difficult for people to even get the testing necessary and to get like even a differential diagnosis he has not been given a differential diagnosis he was seen for what was it five minutes or something like that wow five minutes and instantly given a diagnosis and in on other in other occasions when he was given another diagnosis it was placed into his record without without
1: uh, without my cons- without my knowledge yeah without right, his right. knowledge
2: at all they didn't speak to him they didn't call we found out later because we requested my his records information yeah i believe from another person
1: no it, it was, was, from, it was his, from my primary care yeah it was still uh, from his primary care
2: yeah. uh, provider but still uh there's a lot of concerning aspects to this I also b-
1: i've had an emg in my in both of my legs Yes, i was uh, supposed to get Uh, them in all four of my limbs, but because of complications, I haven't been able to get my arms tested yet. And I haven't even gotten the results back from the EMG in my legs. I would uh,
2: like to bring up a doctor, uh, Charles D. Hoff. He works in Canada with the native community there. And uh, he oversaw over 900 uh, COVID uh, inoculations in his uh, region. And after a six-week break, he came back and found that there were, uh, this is within six weeks, uh, six people in his community who had severe uh, debilitating neurologic symptoms. And while 72
1: well, hours after the yeah, vaccine. starting
2: 72 hours afterward and yeah. six might not sound like an impressive number. But once you understand that he had been working in the region for 28 years. And he's only ever seen one serious reaction to a vaccine. It was a flu vaccine. What? And that person uh, now then developed uh, multiple sclerosis. Oh, but right. that was after. That was throughout his entire twenty-eight year career. Right. So within six weeks of the application of what was supposed to be a two-step vaccine, you had six people developing extremely severe. Long-term neurologic symptoms. Uh, He said, and I quote, I've never seen a vaccine do this. He mentioned that the most troubling case that he saw was that of a 38-year-old woman who suffered an anaphylactic reaction to the vaccine on the day of injection. She returned home after recovering from the initial symptoms. But the next day, she awoke in tremendous pain throughout her entire body. She suffered from incapacitating fatigue and slept almost the entire day for the next three weeks. She started to slowly recover from her pain and fatigue, but then developed Bell's palsy. Half of the woman's face was paralyzed. She was unable to close an eye, and her speech was impeded from the lack of motor functions from the lack of motor functions in her mouth, which also caused drooling.
0: Mm, uh,
2: but he said what was particular about her Bell's palsy was that it was painful, Uh-oh. and he had never seen that before. Nope. Uh, the According to uh, this doctor, uh, Bell's palsy is not usually painful because the seventh nerve that is affected is not a sensory nerve. It is a motor nerve. You get weakness, not sensory symptoms. He said that uh, he didn't know how to explain this at all. And uh, this is why it's important for people who are in Andre's position to be given the widest breath possible when it comes to testing. Right, You can't just give the most minor test possible because the one consistent thing about these um adverse reactions is that they're atypical.
1: Yeah, well, they're one not... of the first neurologist I saw, he looked at me and he literally said, "I've never seen this before in my career." Yep. And I could wow. tell he was going to say it like from the look in his eyes. I'm like, he's going to say it. And he <laughs> said it. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow."
0: Yeah. Has he
1: seen anyone else
0: with an adverse vaccine reaction at all? He
2: directed us to another hospital where uh, they were more interactive with people uh, dealing with
0: the COVID vaccine, but they were of little help. Right. Really quick. Now, can you talk about what's going on with your legs right now? Uh, So my... You're
1: not going to be able to see it uh, on the video, but they're shaking right now. Wow. They're, they're, so I'm his ex-
0: legs are shaking oh, right yeah. now. We're in the studio over here yeah. in Center City, Philadelphia. They were
1: stuck bent earlier when I was, while I was talking. Wow. You know? And, and this, these are like the tremors that I was talking about. Wow. Uh, I've had them in my hands. I've had them like even in my neck where my head would be turning right. side to side rapidly, you know, or up and down rapidly. So it, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a... Right. Right, and this this could last for hours. It could really? last for minutes. There's no way to tell. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: seconds, minutes, hours. I think the longest he's had so far is like
1: eight hours. No, six hours, twenty minutes. The longest that I've recorded, the longest episode that I've recorded. I started recording my uh, symptoms for the past two, almost three weeks now, as right. per the uh, recommendation of my physical therapist. Yes. Wow.
0: So his legs are just was it jiggling or shaking or shaking. Just, just shaking, yeah. and it's not the bones, like the muscle it's or. The muscle. It's the muscle. Yeah. So I'm I'm Jerm Griffin. I'm saying it right here, people. This is not no conspiracy theory. If y'all want the conspiracies, we got you on that too. But right now we're talking about real life stuff on the brother Jerm Griffin. We're here at germ griffin. We're here with the Cherry brothers, Andre and Christian. They're here to talk about Andre's situation. He took the vaccine last no sound. He took the vaccine last year and yeah, um and uh, it seems as if he's having some adverse reactions. We can't call them side effects as of right now, but they are um, adverse reactions. And, um, yeah, he's even having them right now. So it, it is a situation. And these brothers, they talked to me beforehand, and they just said, listen, Germ, what we want to do, we want to make sure we get some medical treatment. You know, we can, I'm going to hook him up with some herbalist." And I told him, we're going to get y'all these herbs, too. But um, a major key is making sure that um, that if anybody listening knows any doctor who has dealt with symptoms similar to this, please contact Andre and Christian. Andre and Christian have been going through this journey for, um, for months now. Seven and months now. Seven, seven months. months. And everywhere they turn. They're not getting no no answers like they want. They should be getting tested about everything. Andre should be getting all these um, Spinal Taps for free. This is a scientific – really, it should be free. All these scientific stuff going on. And we know Moderna got money, but um, we're not even going to get onto that and where all this money coming from. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how this has affected – your not only personal lives, but I want to talk about, because both of you guys are young, young men just like me, um, what were you guys doing beforehand and how has it affected you afterwards um, since this um, has happened? And has it affected any of your advice on taking the COVID vaccine? So personally,
1: uh, I took the vaccine in the summer. I just finished my first... Uh, semester at chestnut hill college wow my bachelor's in english i've graduated from uh, community college of philadelphia in 2020 or right. tw- oh, technically 2019 the right. commencement didn't happen until 2020 because of the pandemic but i have an i hold an associate's degree in english uh and i was pursuing my bachelor's at chestnut hill during the summer i got the vaccine and basically this happened you know uh, one of the f- what's it one of the motion specialists I saw said that this this probably isn't going to last for a long time. Right. You, you'll, you know, the summer will be over, and, be, and you'll be back at school, and you'll, you'll be like, uh, hey, guys, this really weird thing happened to me this summer. You know? Yeah, but that yeah. hasn't been the case. I, I'm i not able to go back to school because I can't reliably do work. Wow. Uh, You know, like with a computer or writing or whatever, I or can't. Or reading. Yeah, or reading, even. Or reading. Yeah, because, wow. you know, the eyes closed and, you know, can't see. You can't know. see. Yeah. Uh, I've actually just recently applied to, for a uh, social security, uh, disability income. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Cause you know, I, I'm, yep. not, I'm not able to, to reliably go out and do work. Like, I can't ask somebody to pay me, right. you know, to reliably do work for eight hours a day when I can't even reliably use my body for eight right, hours right, right. a day. <laughs> so well, you
0: might be able to do some voice acting, man. Both of y'all, <laughs> man. I think we, it you know what I mean? Then, up. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so so that's been going on. My man was trying to get a degree and this situation happened, um, and now uh he, he has the one degree, but um, you know, obviously it hasn't um followed through with the bachelor's and stuff. Um, I see you dealing with some symptoms right now with your hand. Can you tell me what's going on here? My left
1: hand is balled up into a fist like this.
0: It- <laughs> Don't punch me right now, okay?
1: Not- <laughs> Well actually I can't make any promises. I'm sorry. Uh, what? Oh uh, man. my arms can flail around. What? You know? Yeah. Yeah. He I you know Oh he, nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this scaring me. Yeah, um, man. Christian, talk yeah. to me. So you yeah, this man. is your older brother, man. Yeah, sure. Y'all y'all too close, you know what I mean, both went to the high school and stuff. Talk to me a little bit about what's going on with you almost having to like help your big bro out. You know what I mean? What's up with that?
2: It sucks. It sucks. So, <laughs> yeah. so the my brother and I have always been very close. Yeah. And uh we've experienced a lot of negative things in our lives. This okay. isn't really the platform to uh talk about that, but life has been hard and we have been there for each other. Wow. And um anytime, you know, as guys, you know, you think about like if something bad were to happen, how would you handle it? Right. In my mind it was always like, you know, the two of us. Right. And now that is not the case. Dang. Not necessarily in spirit, but in function. You know, okay okay. Because okay. uh he's right. experiencing his physical symptoms and uh I very much enjoy being there for him. Right. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way, but right. it has definitely been difficult. Wow. For several months we were out almost every day of the week for hours on end going to different doctors and specialists wow. all over town and he wow. would have symptoms. So I'd be like, at certain points I'd have to like literally pick him up, like he's like two hundred something pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Off of like the big chair where they have you laying on for the doctor, yeah, appointment. yeah, and then man, you have to put him into the wheelchair, Dang. and then carry the wheelchair outside uh. and pick him up and put him into the car, yep, every single day. It is exhausting, and I'm not even the person who's actually like going injured. through it. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, and personally, because like I want to be involved, and also we 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 live with our single mother at the time, okay, and, uh, there's not. She's a hard worker. She's an awesome person, but yep. she's only one person. Right, You right. know, you can't do all this stuff by yourself. And as someone who, person uh, speaking for myself at this point, as someone who has more entrepreneurial tendencies and interests, it has been rather difficult to try and balance taking up new responsibilities and trying to help out with him and trying to make sure that I get my life started too. Mm, mm, you know, mm. and... Uh, once again, we're all trying to be understanding here. Andre has been a trooper. If you ask his physical therapist, he's sitting there laughing the entire time, even if he's on the floor, you know, talking about Star Wars and the whole nine because that's the kind of person he is. yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, and yeah, you know, God tells us to pray for our leaders, to pray for those who uh do bad things to you or even like you know, to turn the other cheek. you know something bad happens, and you don't have to respond with that guttural rage and hatred you can respond in love so there's no animosity coming from us regarding his situation it's just that we are very thoroughly and reasonably confused and disturbed at the predicament he's in and yeah. the lack of attention he and other people have gotten right. in the process of trying to learn more about these symptoms because admittedly this is new for everybody new right. for the doctors new for the vaccine companies new for us so we're doing our due diligence learn about this and i've seen people who have experienced things where um they after getting the vaccine have uh expansive bruising over their bodies and people are accusing them so much of it being fake that they're scrubbing at their bruises with soap and water on camera to prove that they're not makeup and i I think that that, that's just a real shame and we've even had people who we know personally right who I don't want to get too much into it, but, like, you know, they're
0: <laughs> not
2: necessarily being doubtful because, like, being doubtful or having questions is, like, okay, yeah. but more so being accusatory of things being false or— mm, You can uh, call
0: them stupid on my joint, man. Go ahead, it's, it, it's a personal thing. I want to go Wow. There.
2: I want to go there. Man, wow. And, you know, it, it's just a very, very, very difficult situation, and in all honesty, we, we just wanted to be handled. Wow. Everyone shake hands and leave. Just have it be done. We're not asking for money. No. We're not asking for clout. They're not. We don't want none of that. They're not, y'all. We came here on our own time. Andre, he can't even walk half the time. It was a hassle to come down here. He was able to walk today which is good. Amen. I might not be able
1: to walk
0: out of here. He probably won't. He probably
2: (laughs) probably won't. Wow. My
0: legs are still going y'all. So his legs are still going you know we got it all on the uh, recording. Wow. Um, Yeah. You know I mean I'm just I'm just glad you guys were courageous enough to get up here get out here talk to me about this because this I'm learning so much. Yeah. Oh yeah go ahead Christian.
2: Yeah. um, This is also like a big step for Andre and I, because, okay, you know, people could look at this in a lot of different ways. They could. You know, they, and I'm not gonna judge you for it because that's your prerogative to okay. do what you want. But please know that we're not here to spread inf- misinformation. Mm. We're not here to mislead people and to manipulate. We both got our vaccines volitionally before the mandates even happened, you know? So that's not the conversation. The conversation is about my brother, how that's affecting him, and the hundreds of other people like him, if not thousands, because the num because of the fact that there has not been consistent, cogent, streamlined, organized um, documentation, there are different numbers from everywhere. You know, on the various site, they're saying that there is hundreds of thousands. Uh but <laughs> different wow. news media outlets wow. they say that there's none <laughs> right. and then on the internet right. you see people who are having symptoms and then their videos disappear yep and uh for example there's um a really good website online it's called c uh give me a moment let me just pull it up yep. uh c i believe it's c19 uh vaccine injuries.com Jeez. and there's 500 th- there's 500 stories you can read there uh written testimony and video of people who have experienced adverse events from almost every state in America. Wow. It is ridiculous. Right. And these people, like, it's not like a minor inconvenience. Like, you got a cold, and you right. got to move on with your day, you got a little ache in your back. I have scapula issues. I came and sit there and wash the dishes without my back hurting. <laughs> it, 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 it's normal, you right. know? But some days he can't walk. Wow. He can't bathe himself. Yeah. You know, and he—he's a man. Right. You know, he—he's
1: he, a—he's a grown man. Right, he's a twenty-something year, 20 just, just, year old just—just man,
0: just applying for social security.
1: It's not right. That should be me in my eighties. That should be him right. And, right, <laughs> I mean, right and, well,
0: ideally, him never. Well, but
2: you know, w- all we want is some honesty and some consistency. And when it comes, I'm a reference back to this article I was reading. What's earlier. the name
0: of that? What's the name of both of those articles you were reading, by the way? Well,
2: it's. This is one article that has an open letter attached to it because okay. a guy reached out to um his, to his provincial leaders and the health organization. Okay. So the doctor's name is Doctor Charles D Hoff, uh, Hoff as in H O F F E.
0: Oh F F E. Okay, you yes, yeah, fancy with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: When he, so I'm gonna read the last part of it. Hoff says he wrote the letter to the province's chief health officer because he was directed to send his concerns about the 38-year-old patient who I mentioned earlier to her. He wrote his letter in the form of an open letter after being chastised and threatened by fellow medical professionals uh, and because he wasn't expecting to receive a response. Uh, He said, to my absolute astonishment, she did reply in referencing it to a vaccine specialist who I've spoken to and unfortunately got no answers. As he describes... um, Quote, according to the vaccine specialist I spoke to, we should not be having any neurological side effects. And this is from Moderna, a specialist from Moderna, right? Who's speaking. Uh, This is not a recognized side effect and is apparently not a part of the literature from Moderna. Uh, Hoff says that he asked what is causing these neurological symptoms and changes in my patients. And the answer he received, uh, quote unquote, to put it in a nutshell, these are all coincidences. You know, he goes on to describe how she essentially was telling them that these have nothing to do with vaccine, that they were going to happen, that sometimes bad things happen to good people, just like people can have blood clots. People die. People get Bell's palsy. And while bad things do and, and happen, people to good retarded,
0: people. man, what is people got to understand what the heck is going on? Yo, Now Hold up, bro. Mm. Now, people. Seventy. These patients are seventy-two hours after taking the vaccine. The correct first dose. Yes. After taking the first dose of the vaccine, and Moderna is acting like there's no correlation whatsoever.
2: Uh, according to what Dr. Charles Hoff
0: is saying. Wow. That that is what is being. And, and two hours after you took your second dose of Moderna, you're feeling tremors in your left arm. Yep. Wake up and you go to sleep and you're cool, right? Mm wake up the next day, and then it starts back. Yeah. Two hours after the second dose. Now, listen, that ain't proof of causation, but if there's any evidence of some causation, I'm telling you, that sounds like causation. And granted, you've never had a tremor in your arm beforehand. No. And these patients from Dr. Hoff's article, have they ever had any of these symptoms, you believe?
2: No. No. At least according to what he's indicated in this article, he made no indication of that. Right.
0: The woman has Bell palsies or what we are calling Bell palsy, but it's painful.
2: Yeah. One thing that he mentioned was that um, her Bell's palsy was atypical because of the fact that she experienced pain along with it. And this is atypical because the nerve that is affected typically with Bell's palsy is not a sensory nerve. It's a motor nerve. Which is another reason why you can't, why it, having basic tests done for people in abnormal circumstances is not satisfactory. Because we we can all acknowledge in fairness and with kindness that this is new. And no one's gonna shame a doctor for trying to figure it out. Everybody's gotta try and figure it out. He's gotta try and figure it out. We gotta try and figure it out. But not trying at all. I'm not saying that's what's been happening. You know, I'm not here to accuse anybody. Right. But if more can be done, can more be done?
0: Right.
2: That, that, that is the question at yep. hand. That, that simply is the question. And uh,
0: Let's talk about you guys' personal um, situation with Moderna. And I, I, if, there, if it's legal, don't talk too much about it. But I do know you guys have reached out to Moderna. Can you just give a small peek as of what happened when you guys did reach out? I believe they sent us a form that we needed to have
1: filled out. Oh, that was very. That, right. no, no, that was VAERS? No, 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 you're right. It, 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 it was, was Moderna. Moderna. Yeah. It, was it was Moderna. Moderna, oh, yeah.
2: they sent us a form that needed to be filled out, but we needed a primary care provider. And or once, at
1: least a doctor who was willing to follow my case.
2: And so far, that has been a very difficult process. Wow. Seven months. Seven months, very difficult process to have somebody who wants to stick and be associated with this because it's new wow. it's difficult it's,
0: Bec- is it because it's new or something else behind it no i'm not gonna spe- get into that yeah i'm not here to that. you know i mean if, you know it's you difficult
2: know. because I, i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna say this part ahead, of it man. at least is that because of the fact it's new yeah. if you try something different and it becomes worse that could right. be held to your account right so it's to there's an extent to where that's understandable right but also uh, we would encourage people to remember, you know, the oath that doctors take to do no harm. R- right, right, right. Like sometimes for the sake of progress, like this whole mRNA thing is supposed to be about progress. That's you what I thought. We don't need to do uh, the advanced testing beforehand anymore. We can just move on to the next step. Right. You know, right. and most people aren't injured. I'm not. I'm f- I'm carrying him around. You know, I'm right. good. Right. I'm good. Right. Which, which is fine. But if we're going to have progress, we have to actually have progress, which means that we have to assess where things could go better, where things could have gone differently and how we can better move forward. And if in the pursuit of progress, people get injured, you know, we should do our best to make that situation as good as possible for those people. Absolutely. and That's all we're asking for. We're not here to sit here and hate on Moderna I worked at a pharmaceutical company. They treated me extremely well. I didn't even have a degree. Right. I part of a program. I was helping uh, inner city people get into higher positions. Right. Positions that they probably wouldn't have because mm. they didn't have the connections. Mm, 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 they treated me well. Right. Like my boss was excellent. So I, I'm not hating on pharmaceutical yeah. companies. Right, I'm right. not hating on yeah. massive corporations. Right. We're yeah. just here to try and find out if there's any kind of help that can be given, and to encourage people to have an investigative mind regarding this situation, because there's a lot of stuff being said. Right. I only mean, want you believe me. Go
0: do your own research. Yep. Come on, so- come on. Some people
2: might not be okay with that, but right. that's how we have to do everything.
0: Well, a lot of people can't read. A lot of people cannot read. And second of all me and you and all of us, I assume, we got the we have access to the databases. It's another thing when you're reading from actual doctors, actual looking at the yep. actual scientific evidence, yep. the peer review, the scientific ever observation, and even sometimes preprint the pre- sometimes you gotta read the preprint. You know what I mean? Before it even gets into the journal. So when we talk about research, we're not talking about going on CNN. We're not talking about searching stuff up and looking at CNN, looking at MSNBC. These guys have articles for days. I'm telling you, these are smart brothers. We got Andre Cherry and we got Christian Cherry. They went to school. Okay, they may not have gotten all these accolades that the people y'all looking up to, but these guys are smart. They've well spoken, read, and it just so happened that this guy took a vaccine and it happened to have this boy trembling. He's in the studio right now having some trembles to his legs. We're looking for a doctor for this man. This ain't got nothing to do with clout. This ain't got nothing to do with money. me. And these two brothers don't even hold the same views to where COVID come from, or who should take a vaccine or not. But I'm doing this out of kindness of my heart because, to be honest, this is a situation that could happen to anybody. That's the case. Anybody, anybody. Christian, yeah. can you read that comment off for me, brother?
2: Oh, uh, the comment says,
0: uh, "I'm deaf, hating
2: on mass corporations, lol." But I get what he's saying. Okay. You know,
0: oh, it, that Jada pop star. Okay, <laughs> Jada that Jada pop star. More power, more power. Yeah. Hate on the corporations, yeah. Um, you know, and again, I don't think you guys want to really dig deeply on this, but I'll, I'll I'll talk a little about this. You know, um, there's more than just three, four vaccines in the world. A lot yeah. of people don't know that, but th- some of these vaccines may not have been approved by our FDA, but our government is picking winners and losers. And it just so happens that BioNTech, Pfizer, uh, Moderna, they were some of the winners and we're just saying that these companies are not liable because of the Children's Vaccine Act of whenever and right now we have a case where this is the reason why they should be liable. Period. Period. It's no joke. These are the reasons why they should be liable. Andre is out here. He was a healthy, young man, he was out trying to see a missionary and stuff and we're in a situation where we can't even get a doctor to stick with him long enough to get the justice he needs. He's not telling y'all not to take the vaccine. He's not even telling y'all to be to be um suspicious. He just wants his own justice. Right now, if y'all know any doctor, if y'all are watching this live, share it. I'm about to post this up to my live. We ain't got much time, y'all. Let me know if we want a part two. Give me a comment. We do got a little bit more time in the studio. I'm about to shut this one down, though. But listen, this is a very important situation. We have a young man who took a vaccine, did everything right, was incredibly healthy, and now is not having issues and cannot get the justice he deserves. The ball is about to go on Social Security. It's a situation and right now y'all need to do the research. The mainstream media is not, I, and let me repeat, they are not reporting on how many people are being affected adversely by this vaccine. Okay, and that's just the truth. Um, it, oh, yeah,
2: go ahead. And when we're saying, like, do your own research, we're not trying to tell you just to look at, like, whatever is oppositional. Look at both sides. Right. Read the whole thing.
1: Come to informed conclusions. Come
2: to informed conclusions. Do a book report. Like, <laughs> you know, that's what school is really for. School is supposed to teach you how to think, right. not what to think. Right. And you have to do that by going out asking good questions, learning how to ask good questions and uh, looking at both sides of the argument. Right. And once you do, you get to come to your own conclusion about what is best for you in your situation. And also accepting the risks of the decisions you make. Cause we made a decision. Yeah. Yes, you we know, did. We both did live in the same house on the same block forever, you know, and right. we both got two very different results. Right. And we should be allowed to make those decisions for ourselves, yeah, and Christian. live with the response. I'm on your thing. Nah, yeah, sorry. Uh, and as a result of having that free will of right. having those ability, to make those choices. We then, by nature, have to then live with the responsibility and the reactions to the choices we
0: make. Absolutely, Christian. Not to cut you off, but we are out of time. Yes, Listen, sir. dog, I want to thank y'all, too, for getting on the platform. Thank you, too, for just being courageous. Can you please let them know where they can follow you and contact you at? All right, I'm Andre Cherry
1: on Facebook. I'm Cherry 112 on Instagram.
2: Uh, my name is Christian Cherry. Uh, my Instagram tag is ctc.me. I do art stuff, so if you like, like, you know, nights and— swords and crap you'll like my page
0: awesome awesome make sure you hit that exit button i'm about to cut it off my name is at germ.griffin you can follow me at germ.griffin and on twitter at germ y'all have a great fantastic day thank you